Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I just got flipped off by a former preacher, and that just made my absolute fucking day. Uh, I'm looking forward to bring Tom on. Kevin and I always have a blast with this dude. He's like a brother from up in Canada, and you know it, it's always a good conversation to have him around. So, Tom, let's dive right into it, my friend. Uh, story brand, using your story to build business. Walk us through this. Why the hell would you ever use stories to to build things out? Well, because if you do not learn to connect with your audience, you're in trouble these days. And marketing is all good. Marketing is all about incrementally um, positioning yourself better so that you can be found and that when people do find you, they're more likely to engage with you. And the simplest way to um, engage with people, I mean, it's story has been around for like millions of well, millions, thousands of years, right, to make sense of the world. And uh, so when we learn to harness the power of story to make sense of our business for our clients, it means that they're just more likely to engage with us. I get sick of hearing about viral marketing. You know, you talk to people about every so often. I think viral marketing, it doesn't even really exist. So what we need to think about is how do we just make those little incremental shifts in our marketing so that we're easier to find and easier to engage with? It's you know, the, the power of stories is so amazing. I, I was... Uh... I was talking with a new member uh, doing a virtual coffee the other day, and she was talking about, you know, I'm going to start working, trying to get in front of these organizations so I can, you know, work with uh, their members and do different things. You know, what kind of collateral do I need? You know, what kind of marketing slips do I have? And I was like, you're brand new. Let's let's completely forgo the whole marketing piece and, you know, what kind of papers you need to have. And I said, when you're in front of the the, the uh, client, I want you to grab out a blank piece of paper and I want you to draw the story of how you move, how you work with kids and parents. And I, you know, it's like start at the beginning and draw like a stick figure kid and a stick figure mom where the kid's crying and has like the, the angry waves coming off of the head so they get the feeling and then walk them through and just draw out how you, how you do stuff and, and so that they can understand that story and they can get the, the emotional piece out of it. And... Sheeler is like, you just changed my world. 
And I'm like, well, yeah, because stories that you you are working with people specifically for her that were, you know, in that high S, they're nurturers. They're all about the emotion. They want to change the world and they want to make everything better. I'm like, you got to play on that piece. You need to get that emotion about how you change people's worlds and the benefits you bring to them. And that's through a story. Absolutely. No, I agree. Uh, I think the I think the power of story brand in particular as a model for doing story based marketing is that it's a very repeatable framework. Um, that's been really nice. And exactly what you do, I do not with pictures, but I do it with words. And there's a there's a flow. Every single story in the world has a flow. He has a hero who wants something that can't get it. They have a problem. That problem drives them crazy. It makes them feel bad internally. Then they meet a guide. That guide calls them to action, gives them a plan that results in failure or success. That's literally every story out there. And so what you're doing with your client is you're you're having them actually draw it. Um, and I think that's very, very powerful. Dude, I yeah. got to tell you, that, that that's how I found StoryBrand was because of Joseph Campbell's, you know, you know, uh, uh, hero's journey and dude, the hero's journey had me hooked the minute it said you know any book you've ever read lord of the rings harry potter i'm like he's talking about all of the best books in the world right uh, and then he mentions like star wars and i was like crap get out of here but uh, <laughs> harry potter yeah. is just star wars without cool technology <laughs> it's true <laughs> well but the the idea of taking the hero's journey and turning it into business and a marketing play has just been cool because uh, it made it so simple for me to wrap my head around how do I tell my story? So even, you know, personally, you know, like how I tell my story of how I got to here, how we built success champions, I've actually taken it through the hero's journey kind of, you know, uh, a process to be able to tell that particular Lutheran story. That's been fun. And I think that's I think that's obvious in the way that we position, you know, when you talk about the networking, you make it about not 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 making it about pitching constantly, you know, yeah. hire me to solve your problems, hire me to solve your problems. You make it genuinely about the the other person. And that's really missing. If if somebody goes to their website, so one of the things that we 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 talk about all the time in StoryBrand is that the brand is not the hero. The client is the hero or the customer is the hero. There's very few brands in the world that can afford to say, I'm awesome. Work with me and you'll be awesome. You know, we're right. talking about the monsters out there. The vast majority you mean the bro of mar us, the bro marketers, right? Yeah. The, the bro yeah. marketers in front of the Learjet and everything else. Look how yeah. fucking awesome I be. You want to be this awesome. Do this, right? Totally. And I think it misses the point entirely. It, it's not engaging to me at all. In fact, it's a massive turnoff to me. We have to realize that our customer wakes up a little bit narcissistic, well, very narcissistic. They wake, we all wake up as the, the center, you know, the hero of our own story. So as soon as the brand positions itself as the hero, you have this clash. And, and so we need to make it about the client. How can we help the client win? Uh, and every time we do that, uh, we're, we're, they're more likely to, to engage with us anyway. So I like that about, uh, you know, success champions because they, you put the, it, it's a, it's just a nicer way to do business actually than always building every relationship for the sake of the sale. Yeah. You look at some of the, the really big uh, brands like Nike uh, and even though they don't do a full on story in their marketing, they are very, particular about how they do their imaging. 
And it is always the people that they're putting forward as the image is uh, the people that who they want to buy are going to look at and say, I want to be like them. I want to run like that person. I want to jump like that person. You know, I want I want to sport like that person, if we're going to use Donnie's terms. Um, and so they're, you know, they, they have that hero that's identifiable by the, the customer, the clientele. You know, brands, no one wants to be like a brand. No one says, I want to be like Mountain Dew. Right. They want to be like the people that they see in the Mountain Dew commercials. Like, oh, Mountain Dew will make me skateboard like that. You know, and that's the whole concept of that hero's journey is that people see themselves in the story and they're like, oh, I can do that. I can totally do that. That could be me. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to bring people on a, you have to bring them on a journey. You have to help them. You know, it's funny. People, people that make the, the customer, the hero actually miss the point. They think that that's the most powerful place in a, in a story. And it's not. The guide is always the most, is always the most powerful position in any story because they have all the answers to help the hero get from a forgotten identity you know, and Jason Bourne to figuring out who they are. So you're not, you're, when you, when you make the brand, the hero, you're actually making yourself a weak character in the story. You want to play the guide because that's the most powerful. And, and there is this transformation that the guide leads the character, the hero on. Um, it's, it's just really critical. So I'm just curious from the guide perspective, do I have to be like Gandalf or Dumbledore and like withhold information that would be like really important for them to know, you know, on their journey? Or do I go ahead and give them all the information? Because every hero you out there from Yoda to to fucking Dumbledore, they, they have all these secrets that they don't want to give away. I mean, so do I do that no. as a guide or? <laughs> I think so, actually. I absolutely think so. I mean, if I come in here on this 15 minute segment, and I tell you everything I've learned about StoryBrand in the last two and a half years in a 15-minute segment. Everybody's going to be overwhelmed. And I can do it. I can talk for an hour. Success Champion Networking has been by far the coolest project we've ever built. You know, bringing together like-minded, badass CEOs and business owners that are rapidly growing and scaling your business when you do networking the right way, you can't help but you know, open doors for others, help others build their businesses, and they help you build yours. You know, it's time that networking got an upgrade. And with Success Champions Networking, we've literally changed and solved the problem of what most people hate about networking. You know, no multi-level marketing, you know, no scams. You know, you've got to be a legit badass to be a part of these groups. So if you're looking to up your game, grow your business, scale and go bigger, Come hang out at successchampionnetworking.com. Power about story brand, right? So if I give you every piece of what I've learned, yeah, you're going to be overwhelmed. And when I sit down with my clients, I only pick the most important thing to solving their problem right now. Uh, so I think there is a little bit of holding back, actually, um, as the guide. We have to understand which of, which of our clients need which piece of information when so that we don't overwhelm them. That's it. I'm growing my beard longer, putting white hair on, and I'm going full fucking Gandalf Dumbledore mode. Y'all hold my beer and watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I also think it's really important in that from that coaching standpoint of having them actually experience the challenge. 
You know, we know the answers for them, but mm. we still want them to experience stuff. We want them to not struggle as much as we did. So we give them, we guide them. That that struggle is what makes them grow. The interesting and, thing, though, is you're right, Kevin. But our our clients want everything now. Yeah. Yes. It's that's a. It is actually hard to tell them. Look, if we're going to actually, you know, if we're going to do a massive messaging makeover for you, like actually get your all your collateral to tell the story consistently in an aligned way, it's a year long process. Like we got to start with foundational stuff and then build to the the public facing stuff and then make sure your team is on the same page in the story. You know, it it takes a while for it to roll out. So I agree with you, but man, our clients push. <laughs> they want it all right now. Oh, and Donnie and I had the conversation normal, uh, numerous times throughout the week. I wish it was three years from now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're like, no, we can't because we have to go through this to be able to get there. Uh, so that's it, it, a really interesting conversation we tend to have. But well, and, you know, and, so and how? No, I'm gonna go ahead, jump on that really quick. Is is the, 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 well, it's it's that idea of every time we look for the shortcut, right? Every time we look for the quick win, we're actually costing us how fast we can grow. Because every time I've shortcut the process or found the hack, the the easy route, anything else. Because I didn't learn the thing, I'm going to really learn it in a minute, right? Because you've got to learn the damn thing or go through it because the universe can be like, fuck you. You're going to learn this and it's going to put you in a spot where you have to learn it. And that that's what I said about the viral marketing. Pe the people who are immature in business think that if they can get an influencer to notice them and mention them on social media, that that's going to that's gonna be a big marketing play. And they chase that. And I, it drives me crazy um, because if you don't have, I mean, you can spend a lot of time trying to get that done. It it doesn't necessarily translate into, into revenue at all. I had a book that was featured on Hockey Night in Canada, children's book, no bump in sales. It was picked up by some of the guys on TSN, um, millions of followers on Twitter. They did a great personal uh, review of my book, no bump in sales because it that doesn't land with people. That's an interesting thing that happens, but it's a flash in the pan. And good marketing is sustainable. It builds it builds credibility over time. Yeah, I mean, I've got a video right now with my freaking dogs that's still going bananas on Instagram with thousands of thousands of thousands of freaking likes, comments, and everything else. And I'm like, fuck, here I am trying to build my own personal brand. And a video of my damn dogs that doesn't even talk about my business or anything else is going nuts. So I'd really like Same. it if right at the end of that video, you could edit me in. You just pan away from your dogs towards me. Because <laughs> right? I'm sure that's going to make all the difference to my business in the world. Right, right, right. <laughs> How does, so you, you work with a client or a client gets there, the figures out, all right, so here's my story. Here's a story that we're going to build around. Do you then just take bits and pieces to build different marketing points or is uh, does the full story need to be present all the time or how do they take that, no. that story and actually start utilizing it? 
So this is the really nice thing about StoryBrand. It gives, it's a seven part framework. It's the same framework that every story uses. Hero, problem, guide, call to action, success, failure. And if you were doing like little short social media posts, for example, you can you can talk one one post about your your ideal character. The next post you could talk about their problems. The next post you can talk about the guide. And what's nice is you can go on repeat because if you do that seven times, you're going to say something a little bit different the next time. So it takes a lot of the guesswork out of, you know, what does that actually look like? I would I would say on a website, almost all of it appears on the website. Um, I typically do long form landing pages or home pages. They're, they're pretty long. And I think in terms of story, if somebody comes up to the top, we need to give them a very fast snapshot, a summary of the story. And as they move down, we need to talk about the problems, about the guide, the call to action, success and failure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've had an interesting discovery in the last 30, 60 days. Of, I had to, I changed the way I was writing my social media. Um, because I found that I was doing a lot of writing in the word you. And I stopped writing in the word you and started writing in the word I. And an interesting thing happened is I got a hell of a lot more engagement. And what I realized for me is I was talking at people versus talking with people. And my stories became a hell of a lot more relatable when I came from the more of a guide perspective of this is what I went through. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's been a fun adventure. Awesome. So do you think part of that is people don't want to be told that they're the ones struggling, that they're the person that needs to go on a journey and they'd rather hear about other people's journeys and then have the realization themselves? I don't think that they, they think that I don't think people actually are cognitive of that. I, I don't think they're aware of that much. I think we just wake up trying to figure out how we're going to take the world on today. And, um, and if some, if Donnie can play the guide to my problem, I'm engaging with them. Um, it, see, one of the, one of the things that I like about, you know, your posts is that if you can talk about problems that you face that I'm, I'm facing right now as well, I go, Oh man, like that's, the, that's the whole thing. Right. Uh, I want to learn from somebody who's gone ahead. And, and so that's why people are identifying with you and, and, and as the guide to their problem. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, because I think about, you know, the movies and things that I've gotten into that, that follow kind of the hero's journey line. I see myself as Harry Potter when he's self-doubt, second guessing himself. I see myself as Luke, you know, as he's going through the journey and in the cave battling himself with the lightsabers and shit, right? We can all in some form put ourselves in that role, but it's always positioned from the place of the guide kind of showing that story happened. So it's never saying, hey, this is you. This is where you're screwing up you are relating to the characters that are going through it. And that's, it's, it's been a cool way to reframe how I look at everything. I think, you know, you talk about some of the guides in, in traditional, you know, in star Wars, for example, I think one of the, the part of the mystique of Yoda is nobody really knows the backstory. So how did Yoda become the guide? There's some mystery there. When you look at some of the other characters that are, you know, um, play play a traditional guide, even Obi-Wan. I mean, the fact that Disney did an Obi-Wan uh, series, um, it gives you some of the backstory, it develops him. And now I, he's much more relatable when I watch any other movie. 
in that series because now I relate to him. Being a guide takes two things. You need both empathy and authority. You need to show that, you know, you've been where people are at, that you can empathize with their problems. And you need to show that you have overcome, that you have the authority to make it through. It's a very hard thing for first time entrepreneurs to, to develop that because they haven't they haven't put in the time and they can't prove their authority. So what they do is they end up leaning on the authority of someone else. They get some certification or they, no. you know. They try to guest on a podcast and borrow the authority <laughs> of Kevin and Donnie, you know, say, look, Kevin and Donnie think that I should come on now. Believe in me. Right. So, you know, uh, but it's very hard to play the guide at first. You have to be smart about it. I actually help entrepreneurs do that all the time. Yeah, that's a great point. I think everybody sees the certification or the programs. And that becomes a quick win. They get it in their head. If I go become John Maxwell certified, if I could become story brand certified, you know, whatever, they automatically assume that that's, that's the thing that's going to catapult them to success, not understanding that they still are going to have to go build a business even after they get that stuff. Right. Uh, totally. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great I, perspective. I made a mistake in thinking that story brand was a business framework. It's not, it's a copywriting <laughs> framework and it's yes. excellent. The thing that saved me is that the community is so generous that there's enough business coaches there and seasoned entrepreneurs that I could tap into that and they yeah. could they could mentor me. And so I be, it was a fast success for me. But thank goodness, you know, for that community that helped me out. That's awesome. Well, dude, this has been an awesome conversation, man. Loved hanging out with you. It's always a fun time uh, hanging out with you. It's always a good laughs. So I appreciate you uh, doing this with us and sharing about your you know, story and story brand, man. Been a lot of fun. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys as well. Anytime I can talk about fantasy shit, I'm in, man. <laughs> that's, uh, I, that's why I love story brand when it first came out. It just played to everything I love um, and just put a business spin on it. So, And Tom's such a good guy. Yeah, I, I, when I first heard a story brand and, and I didn't realize that there was this like framework that every movie was created off of uh, and that they all followed the same thing. And then I, I went through and I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. So here's that guy. And so then I was that person at movies with all my friends like, oh, yeah, he's the guide and he's this person. <laughs> uh, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. I, I'm, well, I'm that was the funny thing is, is I actually knew the hero's journey way before, uh, you know, story brand came out. So. Uh, when I first saw StoryBrand, I'm like, no way. What a fucking smart move to take the hero's journey, which has been a philosophy around for a while, and and put a, a, the business spin on it. I'm like, just a smart damn move. Just yeah, I, I love that he talked about for the new business owners that you have to really think about how you come across as the guide. And you, you, know, you, have, to, you have to go out and do the stuff to build that authority to actually be the guide you know you yep. can't magically you know you can't wave your staff and all of a sudden you're uh you know you've leveled up as a wizard and you now have that authority you actually have to go do this stuff and really think about all right so how do i present myself as the guide even though i'm new and how yeah. what does that look like um and and a lot of people try and skip that. They try and go right to the I am the you know I'm the white wizard and I yeah dude I, I have all these powers. Oh yeah, yeah everyone yeah, does. I did. I did too. Yeah, I I because I, I thought in my head that I had to be the authority. Like I had to have all the answers. And I, truthfully, it wasn't until I started sharing that I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I was screwing all the things up. 
that people started leaning in because as the guru, you're, you really become unapproachable. Nobody wants to be around the guru. You know, they want to be around another human being that, that actually is experiencing life. Uh, so, um, well, that, and they and, think you're so far ahead of them that they're, they're, yes. they don't know how to relate to you. 100%. 100%. You know, and it, it leads really into that whole concept of, you know, one of our champions codes, you know, always be learning and then teach what you learn. You know, you yep. learn stuff. You now need to find those people that where you just were and share that information and help them catch up and, and do what you're doing. And, and so you're always working with those people that are one or two steps behind you and, and interacting with them. Uh, and I think that that also serves a really cool purpose if it keeps you a little bit more humble as you grow and you become more successful. You start working with people who used to who you used to be like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I used to be like this person. Yeah. I used to be struggling with this, too. I'm not God's gift to whatever industry you're in. So, you know, the guide role, while it's is definitely the most powerful in the story, I think it serves so many benefits to actually be living out that in your life in general. Yeah, I agree. And, and I thought I was going to stump him when I said, you know, do you hold some things back? Because... You know, I always thought Dumbledore and fucking, you know, uh, Gandalf and even Yoda were assholes when they don't tell all the stuff and, you know, they hold all the secrets back. But, man, he handled that really fucking well by saying, yeah. you know, you share the shit that they need right then. Don't overwhelm them. And I thought, God damn it. I really thought I was going to catch him, too. And I, I wasn't really trying to, you know, play, you know, stump the chump. But it but it came across that way and he he really handled that well i thought it was no and, and it's i i think he had the right answer because you know you look yeah. at yoda knew darth vader was luke's father he totally yeah. could have told him right away but that would have what would that have done to luke's psyche right. you know that would have just screwed up that his whole journey and his development as a jedi so yeah. you know you have to you know that's the role of the guide is you know here i'm going to tell you what you need to be successful now and we'll We'll handle that hurdle when it comes because I know it's going to come down the road. So, yeah, yeah. So, awesome stuff, man. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as Kevin and I did. Uh, do us a favor, please leave us a review wherever you're watching or listening to this. If you're on YouTube, uh, make sure you're subscribed and comment below any thoughts and takeaways and share this out with somebody, man. This really helps us grow the audience and the show and the people. So, uh, we really appreciate it. So, as always, Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So Come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups. And let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone.
Come hang with us as Success Champions.